Welcome to Sojourner Truth. Thank you for staying with us. This is your host, Margaret Prescott. I'd like to take the opportunity to wish you all a happy Christmas for those of you who celebrate uh, Christmas and um, for everyone. I hope you have a happy time with friends and family uh, today. And on this holiday, we are going to bring you music. We're going to bring you the music of the Freedom Singers who came out of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee during the Civil Rights Movement of the 1950s and 60s. Music played an integral role in the inspiration and organizing of the Civil Rights Era. And indeed, a lot of that music came out originally of the Black Church. Some of the lyrics uh, were changed. And some say that it was music and singing that helped our ancestors to get through unspeakable horrors. Groups like the Freedom Singers, which began as a student quartet in 1962 at Albany State College in Georgia, uh, provided what would become the soundtrack to the mass movement that was taking place in the civil rights era. And organizations like the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, known as SNCC, this music was integral um, to their work, and indeed this music came out of the work of SNCC. Um, We live in a global world. We're all interrelated. So on Sojourner Truth, we work to bring directly to you news and views on local, national, and international policies and stories that affect us all. And we draw out how those of us most impacted, women, communities of color, and other communities are responding. We also discuss the interrelationship between art and politics. Now for our news headline. I'm Max Pringle with these headlines. President Trump has not indicated whether he will veto the $900 billion COVID relief package passed by Congress after his last-minute demand for $2,000 checks for most Americans has thrown the year-end COVID relief effort into chaos. The bill has a $600 stimulus payment to most Americans. House Republicans on Thursday swiftly rejected a Democratic attempt to pass Trump's offer by unanimous consent. The government has a Monday deadline to get a bill passed or face a government shutdown. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer of Maryland said Trump had indicated to Congress he would sign any relief bill sent to his desk. The deal that we made was a deal that we thought was appropriate uh, in the sense that it had the votes to pass. And, according to Republican leaders that I have talked to, had the representation from both Secretary Mnuchin and the President of the United States that he would sign the bill. The rare Christmas Eve session of the House lasted just minutes with help for millions of Americans awaiting Trump's signature on the bill. Unemployment benefits, eviction protections, and other aid, including smaller $600 payments, are at risk. The $900 billion virus aid package is linked to a $1.4 trillion government funds bill. The U.S. is requiring all passengers arriving from the U.K. to present a negative COVID test before being allowed to board their flight. The U.S. is the latest country to announce new travel restrictions because of a new variant of the coronavirus that is spreading in Britain. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says airline passengers from the U.K. will have to get negative COVID-19 tests within three days of their trip and provide the results to the airline. 
The order was signed today and will go into effect on Monday. The CDC says because of travel restrictions in place since March, air travel to the U.S. from the U.K. has been cut by 90 percent. Last weekend, Britain's prime minister said a new variant of the coronavirus seemed to spread more easily than earlier ones and was moving rapidly through England. Dozens of countries have since barred flights from the United Kingdom. It's the second week of vaccinations being administered in the U.S. The first doses are going to health care workers, residents of care homes, the elderly, and people with pre-existing health conditions. But as the next round of doses is scheduled to arrive, public health officials in California are still working out who will get that round of shots. KPFA's Lilia Vega reports. California is currently in phase 1A of its vaccine distribution plan, with healthcare and long-term resident care workers already being vaccinated. Phase 1B is the next phase and would include seniors ages 75 and older and frontline essential workers in the education and childcare, food and agriculture, and emergency service sectors. After Phase 1B comes Phase 1C, which would include seniors ages 65 to 74 and people over the age of 16 who have conditions that make them at high risk for severe illness. It would also include some of the essential workers not included in the first two phases, workers in critical manufacturing, transportation, and logistical industries. I'm Lilia Vega for KPFA. As California passed 2 million recorded COVID cases Thursday, the state government and public health officials implored people to stay away from holiday gatherings outside the home and avoid indoor church services as the rates of coronavirus deaths and hospitalizations soar. California Health and Human Services Secretary Dr. Mark Golley told CNN that the public can't afford to let its guard down during the holidays. COVID, if you give it an inch, it will take a mile. And some of our fatigue and the gatherings that we saw over the Thanksgiving holiday and the days since have caused us to have this real increase in case numbers. And the measures the state's taking to try to bring that back down is starting to show some signs of working, but we know the next couple weeks is going to be very concerning. Public officials are issuing pleas to social distance in what could be a make-or-break effort to curb a COVID-19 surge that has filled some hospitals beyond normal capacity. The state has recorded more than 2 million COVID cases, and on Thursday a new record was recorded for hospitalizations. I'm Max Pringle. You're listening to Sojourner Truth on Pacifica Radio. Those were our news headlines. And on this Christmas Day, our gift to you, we bring you the Freedom Singers, the music of the Freedom Singers. The Freedom Singers were organized by Cordell uh, Reagan and others back in 1962. After witnessing the power of the singing of people like Bernice um, Johnson Reagan in the Albany, what is known as the Albany movement in those uh, mass meetings, uh, the group was formed. Now, uh, Cordell Reagan, one of the SNCC field secretaries, came to Albany, Georgia in 1961. He was a tenor singer out of the Nashville Civil 
rights movement, the sit-in movement in Nashville, Tennessee. The youngest member of SNCC staff, uh, by 1991, he had been on the Freedom Rides. He'd worked on voter registration and participated in sit-in demonstrations. He was a founding member of the Freedom Singers, along with Bernice, uh, Reagan Johnson, and others. And the rest is history. And they use the, a kind of singing that's called congregational style singing, uh, fused with um, the black church a cappella singing and protest songs and chants. And you could not go to a meeting in the civil rights era without there being music. And today in the new Poor People's Campaign, you're finding that music is once again becoming integral uh, to meetings that are political meetings and, and campaigning and giving people the strength and courage to go out and face those dogs, uh, face being beaten, uh, face going to jail, uh, face the fact that their lives were in danger. And this music was a powerful social uh, weapon as part of the fight um, for against uh, racism, against white supremacy, against segregation, and for the right to vote. So today, we're going to hear part one of music from the Freedom Singers perform live during the 50th anniversary conference of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee uh, that was held in Raleigh, North Carolina in 2010. So join us as we travel back in time and listen to the timeless songs that mobilize millions of people across the country and continue to inspire people around the world for peace and justice. Let us go now to the music of the Freedom Singers. There's one thing I must say, Cordell, he was dedicated to the music of the movement. There would be a time he was so ill, but if you call him, he'd find a way to make it, and his voice was still strong. You have a lot of us have been, uh, have done a lot of things, we've been in jail, we've been on the picket lines, but this is one song that I did when I was in the jail in Carroll, Illinois, and Ray Charles was one of my favorite singers at the time, I rode a long way with him, and uh, I wrote it while I was in jail, and it's called Fighting for My Rights. You know I'm tired of segregation, and now I want my equal rights, well-respect and education, and well I talk to desegregation, that's why I'm fighting for That's why I'm fighting for my rights. You know my cell had no window. So the air could come through. We know I felt so high and stuck in the third. I didn't know what to do. Still I was fighting for my rights. Oh, I was fighting for my rights. Yes, I was fighting. Yes, I was fighting for my rights. You know my daddy, he done told me a well. My own is lying free. Now if my son don't get his freedom, I'd rather 
good people and take a seat with me. He's called American Dome. Side by equal side. Brothers in dignity. Sisters Violence and hate shall turn us from our goal. Nor Jim Crow law nor police state can stop our freedom's toll. We're soldiers in the army with Martin Luther King. Peace and love are weapons, non violence are creed. He
This is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth. We're going to take a quick station break. When we return, we'll hear more of the music on this Christmas Day. Our gift to you, music from the Freedom Singers performed live during the 50th anniversary conference of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee in North Carolina, held in 2010. And that song, sung by a woman who was one of the freedom singers herself, and that song is Room in the Circle by Bernice Johnson Reagan. And yes, this is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth. Check us out on our website at sotrueradio.org. If you're on Facebook, you can look for us and like us on Facebook. We're also on SoundCloud. Look for Sojourner Truth with Margaret Prescott. And today we'd like to give a shout out to our SoundCloud listeners in Tennessee, in Tennessee and internationally. We would like to give a shout out to the SoundCloud listeners, our SoundCloud listeners in my home island of Barbados. And on Twitter and Instagram, you can find our handle at So True Radio. And now on this Christmas Day, we are going to turn our attention back to music from the Freedom Singers performed live during the 50th anniversary conference of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee held in Raleigh, North Carolina. It was at Shaw University in 2010. All projects, civil rights projects, everybody sang freedom songs. So what we're going to do is bring up some freedom singers from Mississippi. We're going to bring up Brother Hollis Walker. And Brother Peacock. Ain't scared of nobody cause I want my freedom. I want my freedom. I want my freedom. Ain't scared of nobody cause I want my freedom. I want my freedom now. I march downtown because I want my freedom. I want my freedom. I want my freedom. Cause I want my 
Matthew Jones has written a lot of music, and a lot of it comes right out of his experiences in the Civil Rights Movement. We want to call him up now and do Matthew Evans. Matthew Evans was a great man, and we like to thank him. When we think about the number of people who died in this struggle, we have lost a lot of people. This lost Jim Bell, one of our great leaders. We have lost a lot of great people. And I guess we're going out slower now since we're older, but we're still going out. In Jackson, Mississippi, in 
shells. After we got about three or four miles past that, they arrested us and told us we had failed to dimmer our headlights and took all the money that we had. And so that was a fine. Um, in the basement of the church uh, that night, I wrote this song. And as so many of the movement songs are really easy to sing, when you hear something twice, sing it. You'll say it. Uh, You'll say, you know, and uh, whoever wants to come and join me on singing this, uh, Murder on the Roads of Alabama. Well, I want to try to sing that emphasis.
the roads of Alabama. That's what y'all say. Oh, it's murder on the roads of Alabama. If you're black, let me say this. If you're black or if you're white, if you're fighting for what's right, you're a target in the night in Alabama. Now sing. As we march right by that spot in Alabama. As we march right by that spot in Alabama. As we march right by that spot where the clansmen fired the shot. Where the cowards fired the shot. Alabama. Yes. Yes, we know who is to blame. Alabama. Yes, yes, yes. We know who is to blame. Alabama. Yes, we know who is to blame. She caught the bullets in the brain before we learned to say her name. And now, Viola Leeds on the road in Alabama. Deep within the sovereign state of Alabama. Deep within the sovereign state of Alabama. There's a poison pit of hate, and George Wallace is the heart of Alabama. There's a man behind the guns of Alabama. Is Top Gun But listen to me now. There's a movement on the road. What is it? There's a movement on the road. Black man, white man, Christian Jew. Marching through the time for change is overdue. We're out of time today. Show produced by me, that's Margaret Prescott. I'd like to thank the Sojourner Truth team, including our assistant producer, Romero Funes. If you'd like a copy of today's show, you can contact the Pacifica Radio Archives at 1 800 7350230 
or go online to pacificaradioarchives.org. Remember, our website is socialradio.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, our handle at SoTrueRadio. Have a safe holiday. Thank you for listening. This is your host, Margaret Preston.